0: Hello foodies and welcome back to Foot in Review, giving you your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team goodness. Today is November 22 and we are recording season 4 episode 30 or in total episode 351. My name is John, owner and coach at FoodCoaching.com, and today we'll be talking about icons, foundation players, of course, the daily content, and we'll give you the top six tips to improve on the FIFA rival ladder system. And of course, I'm not doing this show alone, and it's my pleasure to finally be able to host the show with him, making his second appearance on the show. It's Daniel.
1: Hi, John. Thank you for having me. cannot say long time listener, first time caller. It's second time caller today. So very happy to be here.
0: Definitely. It's good to have you on though, man. It's uh, it's like we spoke for so long now. You've been coaching with us, I think, for almost a year now? Feels like a year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it should be around that. Maybe a bit less. I think uh, it was spring. I'm yeah. taking in lockdowns right now. I think it was the third lockdown in France. So You're now in the ninth, around right? the spring. <laughs> <laughs> the lockdowns are the years of our generation.
0: Exactly. We don't even know the year anymore. So we're just counting lockdowns. <laughs> oh, man. but well, It's good to have you on and finally host the show with you. But with not just the two of us, of course, it would be a manic Monday without having my dear friend on. It's no other than the Food Review Teddy Bear, it's Chris.
2: Hi, guys. Uh, uh, I was lucky, actually, to get on tonight. I had an issue with the Discord. I had to change my password. I tried to make it uh, beef stew, but it said it wasn't strong enough.
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's horrible. I could enter some, um, like, laughing sounds or laughing vent or like a bad one but uh, since already people are leaving in this live conversation i probably am better off not doing it and also this is officially the last show we'll be recording from the and i'm calling the old but i should name it current the current fun review studio this wednesday daniel will be hosting and this friday we'll be back in the new recording studio let's hope we can keep it a little bit echo proof because not everything is coming in, in in time, I'm afraid, but we should be able to get the internet going and get the recording equipment going. So uh, the last show in the old studio uh, where it started four years ago, it's a little bit of sentiment though. Um, 340 no, 351 episodes, not all recorded from this studio, but still it's been a lot and it's going to get um, interesting to do it from a different place. Uh, anyways, there's been a whole lot of content over the past few days. Um, let's talk about that first before we talk yeah, rival gameplay and how you can improve in rifles. Shall we start with giving Chris the word?
2: Well, do we start with the headline or do we start with uh, the third place? So I think it's been three lots. Let's start at the bottom, John. Um, i always start at the
0: bottom when we talk about yeah. Work and areas, way right? up. Yeah.
2: yeah, especially that dad joke that I just put in. Uh, 81 plus double upgrade Um, you earn two rare gold players 81 plus of course Um, I think it is uh, 11 rare players you need to put in Uh, yep and it comes in the chem chem of 50 Um, it comes in just under 10,000 coins Um, would it be one you potentially keep for a promo week if you've got that way inclined, I don't know if you guys are thinking about doing it, maybe doing a few and keeping it for a promo week.
0: I'm personally not keeper. you Daniel? Uh, I, I should say Daniel by the way. Then, for oh, so not is Daniel.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm some menu grinder myself, so I tend to like those repeatable upgradable SPCs and to be honest. I I keep my expectations on packs low. Surprisingly, maybe for someone in here, <laughs> but uh, I I do them for fodder, mostly. So I'm happy when I get an 85 and 86 out of it, and it helps me to to do leagues, SBCs, to to do the the famous bronze pack method. So I think if you guys are doing those in these days, it's great FIFA for that. If you open bronze packs, you have a lot of things to do with your bronzes. You can have a lot of cards, a lot of gold rare duplicates, so it's good to have somewhere to to dump them in.
0: Yeah, you can't really complain
1: about pack like that. I so. was going to
2: say that uh, there's uh, a there's yeah. a, a red list, and then there's this gold list that Daniel's on, VIP list. I mean, do you, do you want to tell us who you've packed this year? I know our list was probably not, but just to remind them.
1: Uh Let's start with today. Today I packed a gold Kante, which is a pretty useful card. Uh, Yeah, then Mbappé, Messi, uh, CR7, two icons. (laughs) Werner, I packed Werner, the special card on release night as well. And also
0: say that that Daniel, um, he put in 20 euros, right? That's it at
1: the start of the game as well, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, but I'm of the theory that a man makes his own luck. So if you open more packs, you're gonna get more lucky. That's so if true. You I'm grind the... the menus. Yeah, I think you true, but the I... menus and keep cycling through those cards, you can get some. You, you'll get something better.
0: I think if you support the podcast, your luck goes up, though.
1: Definitely, that's <laughs> that's been the main difference this year for me. <laughs> Uh, but
0: I'm not doing these settings, uh, Chris. Not at all.
1: Nope. Nope. So, well,
2: and then for just four k more, um, you can get a current team of the week pack, um, which you can hold again if you don't want really to try and get Mbappé. That's an eighty-three rated squad, fifty chem, eleven players uh, in the squad doesn't can be common. Go common as well. That's the. Uh, 13,000 across the three platforms um, Season pack So I'm writing So I'm writing This one to the team of the season You still will get a team of the week In that pack, won't you?
0: Yeah Yeah This is a hard one though Because we talked about this last week There are so many Useless cards Unfortunately In um, In this This series of team of the week Uh, So sure you can do it But uh, Genes you actually packed Mbappe is very few, right? Um Definitely. Even if you spend, how much is Mbappe now? You informed? Two million one, something?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it must be that. I mean his gold's one point two, million. I checked that today, not that I can buy him, but uh, yeah, his his gold's one point two. I think um, if you
0: spend two million or uh, one point let's say one point let's say you spent one point two. Let's go for his gold price, right? Mm-hmm. And you put one point two million into these. Uh, you still don't move back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you must be very lucky. Yeah, so I, I'd stay away from these things. Uh, yeah, it, It's 2.1 Team of the Week Mbappe.
0: Yeah, okay. So maybe if you... This is a nice thing. I don't have two million, million coins, especially not on, <laughs> on PlayStation. But I'd almost say... Uh, who's going to look if we what happens if we put in 2 million coins into these packs how many Mbappes do we get who's willing to take me on on that one I thought so (laughs) I'm
1: okay I'll I'll keep my coins I'll (laughs) keep my coins
2: but a one plus one upgrade as well I think you'd better just go and get
0: yeah the I mean what would you want another Mbappé Daniel
2: you know what I mean you know if he had an import Neymar I don't know if anybody's got that
0: yeah. Um, yeah well that inform name is doing well now can i uh, in the pod got that one um, Ryan says in chat uh, I, I can do this though but Daniel has to open my packs
1: <laughs> do I get to keep do I get to keep the players
0: no you just have to open the packs
1: <laughs> that's how it
0: goes for pro players like Ryan yeah you got other people to make sure you can open packs and you get Ryan and you just sit fancy in front of the camera and you. press the buttons <laughs>
1: I'd be happy to do it for you. Ah, there you go.
0: But uh, I think the ve- it's decent value, right? Thirteen k is fine, I think. But I'm not just gonna yeah. do it. I think
1: uh, again. You'll generate fodder if you do it. You'll generate fodder that can it's gonna be useful in the future because the team of the weeks is required in a lot of different in a lot of different SBCs. Uh, so it's always good to have them to have a few of them.
0: I would normally agree, but this year it's been like Team the Weeks are worth nothing, right? Right, absolutely nothing. Um, I have been sitting on 30 or something, I don't even know how many, uh, uh, Reese's card, Rice, mean, right, I don't even know yeah. what we call. Uh The Inform 84 Inform, it doesn't need to move, was just about 4K, 4, 12K, with a bit of luck. Yeah, so I sort of, I was so tired of listing that I'm actually just quick sold them last night, all of them. Like, yeah, if I take off taxes and sell them for okay, I can just as well quick sell them and I'm fine. So I don't think like, um and then, yeah, got a 79, 79 rated informs and stuff. I mean, you can't do really much with those, right? And these aren't tradable, so... <laughs> I don't know. I've learned my lesson from last year though, because like uh I think I stayed liquid as long as possible, stayed with tradable players. Uh sold up in time now. And today I finally got to make some of my green my dream team by just because everything dropped. I think that's usually the smartest way.
1: That is true, but I mean we all know EA. We do not know what's what's going to happen in the next month i mean it's so difficult to predict this cycle prices of players prices of items the price of the team of the weeks is yeah. so different from the past years that it's 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 difficult to predict that basically everything is a gamble <laughs> holding into team of the weeks holding into father you we just don't know so that's very true that's right true and hey that's probably that team of the week upgrade is still gonna be your best shot at getting an Mbappe. So,
0: uh, yeah, no, not trying not a couple lie. of times. Like I packed the Neymar on the eighty-two pace, nay passing upgrade, right? So, and that was a far less chance. So, quite honestly, you you were right there.
1: You are right. Uh, you gonna do it though? Oh, I did it already, and I got the. the Finish center made from the MLS which is completely useless. So, yeah, no. I got am I'm gonna leave it Kersel there for a while.
0: Kersel, Kersel. Oh, Chris, you doing? No, no, Not Another chance. <laughs> no <a> chance. You're <laughs>
2: actually a fucker, right. Yeah, I am, and I'm, and I'm not doing. It. I was going to actually ask, and this is slightly off topic. This one, but. A uh, weekend league, I keep getting back the three players.
0: Sorry, Chris, you were dropping off.
2: Is that it one. always that bad? Having never ever achieved it before, the the, the, the one single one I get is like an eighty-two rated and below.
0: I think. Uh, Chris I was all excited internet's... the
2: first week I got it. And I thought that's just bad luck.
0: Chris, I'm sorry mate but your internet's dropping off so
1: uh-huh. a... no, I I think I got the question from Chris I ah, think okay. Chris was was saying it's this year's the first year he's getting some of the team of the week's packs from from the weekend league yeah and he's saying that his luck with those ends not being great and he's asking if it, they've always been that bad yes. or if he's just unlucky yes, period yes yeah For me as well, uh, I'm on the same boat as you, Chris. Uh, I've never got a team of the week back from weekend league before this year. Got I don't know, probably five, six of them this this cycle, and got absolutely nothing out of those. No, it's bad, and it's always
0: been bad, unfortunately. So I don't know if you can hear me now, guys. I'm just maybe back. Welcome back, my friend. Thank
2: you, thank you. And then the star icon base.
0: Icon, no, so. Icon
2: upgrade uh, coming in at a, a whopping six hundred k.
1: on the Xbox. Yep. We're coming near Black Friday. Sixty one of the PC. We're coming near Black Friday, and EA is clearly trying to to take coins and things off the market and make all of us poor so that we can go on and spend big next Friday. Uh, yeah,
0: I think that's, that's the key, right? Although I just watched that the players, there's like six players, six rare players, like gold players worth more than 100,000 currently. So even if I would spend like this week, what am I supposed to pack that's worth anything, right?
1: That is true, in terms of getting stuff that is valuable. I mean, we'll see what EA does with uh, with best-of impacts. Will it be a best-of team, team of the week? Will it be a best-of-all cards? Will they throw some Raker Breakers in? I'm expecting them to do something and make this more appealing, let's say. But I still also think that people are going to open pack anyways. Because we all like to open packs, and the game is built around it, basically. So
0: yeah, most definitely, right? And I I agree with you there. Like, it's really fun. I I, I find it fun. Everyone finds it fun. But currently, like, if I open my packs, I'm like, what can I actually get? It's going to be worth something. And there's those six players, and then you, like even Mana is on the one hundred thousand now, right? So it's like you can pack Ronaldo and Mbappe, Messi. And you're almost there already?
1: <laughs> but to be honest, you don't only open packs for only for getting the one player you want. When you open packs, you increase the value of your club. And the fact that these high-hand players this year are much closer to fodder prices, it means that if you get three high-rated cards that are going for around 30Ks on the market, I don't know, your Casemiro's, your your fodder, your hummels, your typical father players, you get two, three of them, and then you can afford the money.
0: Yeah, That's very, tr- very true, actually. See, that's why I you- suck in the menu game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the menu game is important.
0: It really is, right? But I also think it's the most... For me, at least, it's the most boring part to spend my time at. So that's why I usually don't go there. Um. yeah so I don't know I didn't think you're right uh, I mean I'm very lucky that I could finally buy some players today and I'm happy with what I currently have uh, but I've never been so less inclined to buy packs than I have been this year quite honestly
1: yeah for it, it's the same for me and also I got some coaching from some Great guys at food coaching that helped me raise my game another way. So <laughs> I didn't pay you to say that.
0: Just putting it out there. I did not pay you to say that.
1: No, I I put it out on my own will. <laughs> okay.
0: Very important notice there. <laughs> but thank you. Uh no, but that is that is also true. I, I do think this is with the grind, this game might be the best FIFA thus far where you can actually gather at least players quickly, um, rewards you have to be lucky with, of course, but it's definitely easier to get rewards, although rival rewards are a little bit less, right? But I think with the Wicked League, with the playoffs, with the ongoing, that you get instant rewards, uh, it's actually easier to build your club quicker.
1: Oh, absolutely. And the power curve is not going up, going up too much. The new cards that are coming out, they are not incredible for now I think uh, besides Rule Breaker had some very cool cards around but do you guys see a lot of the other promo cards especially in the higher tiers of Weekend League I mean there are a few that you see but you see some of the the Youngs some of the it's the youngs
0: Marquinhos and that's basically it I think
1: of the Marquinhos yeah but and Dembele probably
2: I think we might start seeing some of the um, road to knockouts soon, I think this week. We might see some teams get an upgrade, um, man say, but I don't actually know when the upgrade comes in, if it comes in when they win the three games or they come in at the, right at the end of the, the tournament at that stage, you know, the
1: knockouts. I think we might maybe see it, some of them then. Maybe at the end of the Champions League, for what we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, After so the so final... So.
2: Yeah, you know, I think that's where that 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 might come in. Um, sorry, guys, I did drop off the internet. Not working well here in in Edinburgh, so um, apologies. Uh, I was listening to your conversation intently, though. Um, from there, I don't know if we talked about the base icon. If we managed to mention that, no,
0: nope, we were uh, waiting for you to come back and do that, mate.
2: No problem. So the base icon uh, is a whopping um, six hundred and four thousand on the PlayStation, and it goes up to six. Sorry, I thought you said
0: six hundred and forty ten.
2: Yeah, that is actually the good connection, this one. It is 600,000, would you believe it? I don't know who <laughs> set the price. I looked at it to see if it was maybe the mid. Um, but no, it's actually the base. And I had a quick check before I come on, and it is 25 of the 100 icons, we reckon, uh, are above that figure. Um, just to say that on Footbin, there has been 8% uh, thumbs up and a whopping 92% thumbs down. So I think the community's <laughs> fairly voted on that one. Uh, I suppose the question is, are you guys going to do it?
0: Daniel probably did it already,
1: right? <laughs> you your no, no, I'm trying to stay away from those. I'm I'm a sucker for those roulette packs, the hero ones, the icon ones. I, I think I've done me- most of them this year already. I got a Xavi out of one of the base Icon packs, which is All okay. Right, yeah. Still much cheaper than the than the Icon SBC itself. And I got Alan Shearer out of the other one. And yeah, base Shearer is not who you want to play up front.
0: Now it's not I'll, about I'll try one to stay thing, away but from this. But you, right? Are you yeah. daring enough to yeah. try it? I shouldn't. No, you should not. I'm just saying, you shouldn't. I really
1: shouldn't. I will keep doing my BPM this week and see where I'm at, and I'll make a decision. I feel right now that's very bad value. Very, very bad value.
0: No, I think it's insanely bad value. There you, no one should do this, even if you have to follow. And I'm usually not so strict, but taking a six hundred k gamble, right? Uh, it's just useless. And also, when you do get an icon, you do think it's f- like decent or good. You are stuck with it for a long while, right? And this is something I'll, I've uh, I've said not before, but I'm realizing now because I never pack an icon very early in the game, right, right, or, but I um. Like what happened to me, I packed Desi, right, at the start of the game, which is a really cool card. But I'm also sort of stuck with him. I might want a central midfielder who is actually a bit better with uh, shooting, for example, but I can't because it's a waste of putting a 600k icon on the bench. So you're not really going to do it. But it makes you also a bit, like it helps with squad building, but it also makes you sort of stuck, if that makes sense. So say you pack Xavi, it's like, yeah, it's actually a pretty cool card is he is he good i don't know maybe can we try it uh yeah but let's not right it's really hard i don't know it's uh i mean tommy says counter argument in the first owner scenario and every icon would improve my team and why I do the game sure 100 percent. but we do have to think about i mean i really like the fork idea right i'm not doing it myself but i do think it's the minority of the people who are listening are using a first owners only account And yeah, if you do that as well, you could get yourself David Beckham
2: and Pierre Check. You know, so for that price, you could get two icons currently at the moment that are on SPCS, and then you know what you check. I think you quite liked him as well.
0: I do, yeah, I did check. So uh, well,
2: um, so I think I think for, um, I had a quick look to see because I think Emmanuel Petitza as well. Um, but you'd yeah, actually just be better buying him off the market than doing his SBC. It's like 150,000 more than actually what it is on the market at the moment. His SBC it's 750,000. You can actually
1: buy him for... It's true, but it's, well. it's also true the fact that very few people do these SBCs only with coins and, and throw 600,000 coins... At an SBC, most of them are are done with untradable fodder. Or at least, that is the case for me. Yeah, sure, but it's I a lot of untradable of fodder, right? With yeah, but at the same time, the player SBCs that have come out last this year, how many of them have you got in your team?
0: Yeah, one, two, right now. Uh, quite honestly, currently one, only one of them. So yeah,
2: and. and see, Sorry, Daniel. Sorry, no, no, sorry. Any... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just Chris. going to say that there is a card out at the moment. On uh, Banza in the UK.
0: Uh, sorry, Chris. Don't French plays in the Gnos. Chris, I have to interrupt you though because the quality of the audio is really bad and it keeps dropping off. So the conversation is sort of messing around. Then, uh, so if you move places somewhere with better me. Better internet will probably continue the conversation, right? Um, but you'd probably know, Danny, where uh, Chris was going to be talking about the SPC.
1: Yep, Chris was going to talk about the foundation players, and more specifically, the SPC for Simon Banza, I guess, which is a card that looks pretty okay. Face value is is an eight is an eighty eight rated striker. Pacey, very good shooting, okay dribbling, not the best composure still, good physicals, and is a tall guy, 189 centimeters. So that is an interesting card, and it's 70k's. Still, it's a card that would get into some teams, would it get into many teams? I still doubt that even though these foundation cards that we got for Liga NOS are pretty interesting, especially the objective player, Uribe, Uribe? looks interesting. (laughs) What do you think, Joy?
0: Uh, No, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, right? I think the Liga NOS players are actually, like we said Friday, like the the division players and all these others are like um, not really good, mini-medium and stuff, uh, accuracy is a little bit like is off, or bands is off, or composers is off. But these cards. Hmm. Pretty fine actually. And like Tommy says in chat, is uh, using the left back now from La Liga Nos and he feels like Cancelo. Well, I think that says enough, right? Um plenty of good players going yep. around.
1: There's plenty of good players that Uribe is totally on par with your Goretzka's and your uh, Jorentes. But again, Goretzka and Jorent are 20k.
0: Yeah, which is an also nothing at, at the moment anymore.
1: <laughs> those, those are probably very similar players. You get them from 20k off the market. Way they have better to link. links. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, if you have uh, Corona and you really like the Corona card, the Rule Breaker card, and you want to get uh, to get him in your team it's nice to have this Eureka option so why not but when you are in a position to come back to the point of what to do with your untradeable father when you uh, are in a position in which many players are right now in which you have a very good team with some of the best of the gold cards maybe one big gun maybe one Mbappe maybe one Neymar I'm playing in Division 1 right now. I think almost everyone has one of those in that division. What do you do with your father? I mean, again, Simon Banza looks a very fun card, and if you are a fan of the team or, you know, the player, you may want to do it. But if you are in a position in which you have a very good team already, is your father well spent on that card? I think...
0: I think the main rule should be, if you like it, just do it. There's plenty of ways to go to follow this year, right? There's actually plenty of SBCs going around. None of them are like, I don't think they are unmissable. I don't think there's a, there has been one SBC, maybe fake here, like V says, but then again, I'm not really missing him either, uh, that you need to do. So just do whichever one looks good to you and and you find fun, right? Uh, there's a couple yeah. which you have to stay away because the value just isn't there. But many of these SPCs are just not. Ah, it's fine. Okay, this is pretty cool. Oh, that could work. Uh, me, for example, I like keeping them from SP4, the folder for the Juventus players, of course. Uh, although I'm not playing any currently, but I'm still doing those SPCs. And if there is an icon which I'm like, okay, you know what? This one is, is a perfect fit or this one I can't go wrong with, then I do it. Uh, in my case, for yeah. example, the check card that came out, like, okay, yeah, just instant going to do check. So I did check for free. And of course I have the money to do, right? But I'm like, yeah, I can check. If I can do check for free, then why should I bother with the rest? So yeah,
1: let's do it. That's a very good use of the coins. I mean, of your father, because check is a player that is a goalkeeper, is an icon goalkeeper, which is always good to have in the club to build some teams that are hybrid between leagues. He's probably going to be on par with the power curve until team of the season. Probably. And so, it's a goalkeeper, yeah, it's but a like, you know, I can
0: fit him anyways in and it doesn't really... Like, goalkeepers don't matter too much in the current state of the game, I think. There are some really bad ones. Navas, <clears throat> for example. But for the rest, all the goalkeepers are like, okay, for 10, 20k, you have a goalkeeper that always fits. And I want an icon goalkeeper for that. that keeps me flexible right in any way.
1: Very good use of the of the father. You see, John, you're a wise man, and you're the coach. I'm just a trainee, and I prefer <laughs> to spend my father on gambles. Wow,
0: well, which makes sense, right? Big. With your pack, look, I can, I can definitely see why you would do that.
1: <laughs> it didn't pay off much on those gambles, though. To be honest, on, on those roulette packs, didn't get anything special this year.
0: Talk about special, though. Do you know? that you can support this show by being a special Patreon supporter. Just go to patreon.com forward slash foot in review and get some amazing benefits while supporting us for just one pound or euro, about something a week. And we have two special, really special Patreons. Every special, every Patreon is special for us, but there's two that's really special. Those supporters with a pretty substantial amount Uh, to keep this show going every single month. And that's Reason Hammer. They are supporting us as Skybox owners. They get a free coaching session every month. And this very special shout-out. So go out and check out patreon.com forward slash foot in review. And talk about more special. I think Chris might be back.
2: Hopefully I'm back this time. This is my third time lucky.
0: Oh, and he sounds so much better, like you're standing next to me. Talking into a can, but you're much clearer.
2: <laughs> I wish I wish I was beside you. I'd help you with your packing. Um apologies guys. Uh, definitely internet issues today. Um really enjoyed your discussion on the, the icon pack, I have to say.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, you had to keep going though, because you kept dropping off and you were also <laughs> whenever you came back you're lagging behind, so you're we actually talking through Danny.
2: <laughs> oh well I'm I'm lagging behind you guys anyway, me being stuck in no, division two. No, you no. guys are well ahead. You're not you know. stuck in
0: Division 2, especially when we start discussing the pro tips about those rival letters, right?
2: Well, that was desperate to get back on so I could ask you questions, Jones, as you told us. So definitely glad to be back. Right.
0: Um, also, when I, I, I just have to say this, though, because if you are a Patreon supporter, you can listen live into when we're recording. So you get the raw version <laughs> of these technical, not perfect podcasts as the current situation is. And you'll be able to listen to the tips. Uh, first, way before everyone else can, and of course, sent in questions live. Shall we go into those top tips for grinding the rival letters? Or do John, you guys... may I
1: have one last thing about about content before we move in there? Most definitely. I want a shout out to the Simeone SBC. I think it's still out there. I think it's still doable. That card has been amazing for me. I bring him off the bench, basically. Right now, I'm bringing him off the bench every game, and he's a menace. The man has 99 jumping, 99 heading accuracy, with power header. If you are in a game in which you are struggling to get a goal, bring him in and start spamming cross towards him. He's going to score one or two. I have him. I just checked the stats. I played him 30 games with him. All of them off the bench, all of them in division one or weekend league. And he got thirty-two goals and one assist. He's not he's a selfish man, but still. <laughs> he's if you a want something different <laughs> <laughs> If you want something different when you're struggling to attack and or maybe you're winning a game and you have Uh, You want a guy that makes a lot of runs into space and who can get you that counter goal that you may need to close out the game. Simeone has been brilliant for me. Dribbling is on par, speed is on par, finishing amazing, and those headers are incredible. I tried Fellaini in that role before, didn't work that well. Simeone is the way to go. And for 30Ks, I think it's a must-do. Uh, uh, even at
2: five, I've i I've done him, but at five foot eleven, I felt he was maybe a little bit short. You know, Fellini's six foot four. Um, and then I love the Fellini card, so the idea that Simone would be better than him, you know, makes me really happy that I've done him. Uh, but he always jump, l- over yeah, over Fellini. That's a big she- shout, that's a big shout, Daniel. That one,
0: yeah, I forgot about him, but I was certainly reminded when I tried some rifle testing this weekend, uh, because. He was actually able to out-had Marquinho. Like, what was that? Um, and I think crossing, especially when timed properly, right, is actually still a decent weapon in this game. So, um, a good shout-out, Daniel. I think that's really um, a really good shout-out. And you can still do him, yeah. Even if it's a sup, right? It's a definition of super shop as well, I think.
1: Yeah, just noticed the price has gone up a bit since I did him. It was 30Ks, now 50Ks, but 50Ks of untradable fodder is okay. 87s are going for 30Ks as well, so worst case scenario, you have a piece of fodder.
2: Yeah, I was just going just gonna to say that, Daniel, as well as I've just looked at it. The more Salah one is 1 million to do the... Um, SBC now. Now that was just short of 700, between 700 and 800, so the base icon certainly has driven further prices up, it looks like. Which is a good thing, I suppose.
0: It has. It is. Yes. I think definitely it is. Because some of this photo was way too low. I don't have anything left, but it was way too low. <laughs> but that's worth it. Alright. So... I've been working on this list for a while, right? It's not the first game of uh, where I've been playing or been coaching, which rec- has a ladder system, as the current system is actually called in FIFA. Um, and, of course, in December is going to be a video with tune things and stuff. But for the loyal listeners to the podcast, I was like, you know, I have six on the list currently. Well, I, I have ten on the list, but six which I'm without a doubt staying on, staying on there. So I was like, you know what, let's share those first six things tonight and also let you guys quickly say if you think you agree or you find it useful so we can get a feedback for a definite version of the top 10 list in the end. And when you're listening to this podcast, let me know what you think so we can keep tuning this, but these six, I'm pretty certain. of. You guys ready?
1: For sure. Looking forward.
0: So number one, right? So how can you progress the FIFA ladder system even better? And the FIFA ladder system is, of course, the rival system, the rival ladder. And if you're talking about the ladder, I think the, the cool rule, number ru- one rule, is it's a ladder, right? And it's not an elevator. So you don't have to go fast. Just take it slow. So you got six weeks to actually get to where you want to go, basically. And unless you're a pro, There aren't many reasons why you would want to rush that, right? Of course, if you get in the lead, you'll be getting that player pick every week. But then again, if you get in the lead quickly, you might be facing opponents way above your actual level, if that makes sense. So the first couple of weeks of being in the lead at the start aren't actually much fun. And even if you are a pro, um, not getting there the first week isn't all that bad because in the end it will even out anyways. But I think it's very important... Uh, if you take in base into consideration, that you consider every single match a final, and what really helps when you're thinking about it's not being an elevator but a ladder, is that to continue on um, uh, how you call it on consistency. Is if you want to progress on the ladder system, it's best if you set a certain amount of games a day, or actually a certain amount of games in a row. So, for example, play three in the morning. Three in the evening, and you'll see that the end result for a ladder system is probably better and will make you improve over a certain time much easier and much smoother than actually trying to grind out 10 games in the evening. It will even out in the end. So, with less effort, we'll focus it and take it slow. The end result will probably be better. Daniel, what do you think about that one? Rule number one it's a ladder and not an elevator.
1: Absolutely, and we were talking also about the fact that do we follow the tips or not? I don't follow this one, and I actually had a chat with Ryan, one of the pros from food coaching today, during one of the coaching sessions, and we definitely agreed that one of my issues is that I lose concentration when I keep playing games one after the other, and it's kind of what I do. I lose the concentration, I lose the little edge that makes a difference between winning a game in a higher rank and losing it, and you lose a streak. Sometimes you lose your rhythm, and it's very difficult to pick it up. Also, I tend to rage quit quite quickly when I'm at an anchor point and I'm losing the game and I'm getting frustrated. I just rage quit it because I don't see much of a much of a may in doing that, much of a problem in doing that if you are at the anchor point. So, yeah, probably taking your time playing less games and playing them as a final would would help me a lot i'll I'll try to follow your advice john
0: (laughs) bro let me know how it goes i'm gonna ask chris's opinion on the second rule though because the second rule is don't focus on your team but focus on actually improving so the ladder system is all about consistency right and i know a lot of players who are constantly changing their team uh, changing their tactics changing their setup, the way they play, the uh, well, basically controls, uh, camera settings. And everything you change goes against being consistent, right? So there's a reason why pro athletes always do the same kind of warm-up. They eat the same things before they start a match. They wake up at the same time, have the same practice schedule. And because the game is actually more competitive on this ladder, consistency is key. And especially in the ladder system, if you're consistent, you increase on that ladder much easier. So if you're one of those things, which switch up formations or switch or teams, my tip would be, of course, stay with the same team. But if you want to change, I will not stop you, right? you got six weeks. My tip would be play a full division with the same team, with the same setup, with the same formation, whatever, and only change it after you get through that same division. It will make you more consistent. It will let you focus on the thing that matters, that is gameplay. And then consider the fact that you are able to change it after you make the promotion as an extra reward for promoting. Because the actual rewards are not worth it in the end. And the reward that you are then at an anchor point in a new division where you are eligible to change things around might be worth it a lot. Chris, your thoughts about not focusing on team or changing anything but focus on improving
2: for sure John I think you know and, and you know I'm a first owner club you know in the and the Fockers and there and I, I don't change my team very much you know I think you have to learn how what you can and can't do with certain players um, and I listened to what you say there about changing tactics I think that's one of the things I'm guilty of um, I went back to the old four four two, and if I'm actually going to change anything I change one thing one small thing, and see if it makes a difference. Because you could change a lot, and it works, but you don't actually know what has actually worked for you. You know what changes made it. Is it the getting behind? Is it a target man? Is it that point of view? And uh, as you say, you know, if anybody who watches rugby, um, when a, a kicker has a chance to put the ball through the post, he does exactly the same routine. He visualises it. They do the same strange movements that they all do. And as you say, it just it just makes it the same. Yeah. I think consistency is important and as well as I found certainly this weekend league is when I was um, pressed for time, I was rushing the games and I wasn't being consistent and I had a, quite a poor weekend league for me.
0: Yeah, it definitely doesn't help and I think in weekend league it's a bit easier because I mean the games are compressed in a certain period. Rivals is a weekend league that takes six weeks, right? So mm. it's harder and easier to say, you know what, when James thinks, right, let's try this freshly. Um what it brings down your consistency and therefore brings down your ladder experience as well.
1: I have a one question on this, John. Uh, sometimes when I feel like I'm stagnating a bit and I'm struggling to get my rhythm going, I, I do the opposite of Chris. <laughs> I keep my tactics untouched, but I change my team around. I change players. I change sometimes the way I use players, and I feel it's helping. Sometimes to get out of a stagnation to get out of a bad of a bad run, change someone, change some cards, maybe try different work rates for a, a specific position. Maybe it helps me at least sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that's exactly it there's, there's, there's sometimes you say right? It will help sometimes. Um, but it will also take a lot of time to get it just to new players, for example, right. And um, pr- switching teams around, buying players, training players will also take time. And if you wrote down that time and you would spend those th- that same amount of time actually of, of just keep playing with the same team, same things and keep focused on actually playing. I am really confident that you would actually progress even better, even faster. Um, and with a better mindset because then it will give you that uh, sort of Dark Souls victory of hey you see I can do this I can get good with this team and then the next upgrade you make for your team will actually give you an even big, bigger benefit but I do understand where you're coming from though but I think true, in the end the other way helps even more
1: <laughs> my problem is that I'm too lucky John I keep Packing amazing players and I need <laughs> to fit them in. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: true as well, right? <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I get that. But the thing is, if you just oh, cha- start changing stuff, you don't actually know when to stop, start changing stuff. So before you know it, you'll be three days changing. You have no idea what's working and what's not anymore. And you're still stuck in that same place you were and being frustrated about it. Because I tried everything and still can't go progress.
1: Right? Understood. I'll try to follow this advice more as well. <laughs> I hope this is not the outcome of every one of your advice That I need to start following them <laughs>
0: <laughs> Exactly um, Tommy says a really good one in the chat And it was on my list but it didn't make the top 6 So uh, I can name it now But Tommy says um, Don't be afraid to draw a match For example if you're 2-0 down early and you're on You can get back to 2-2 Sometimes it just pays to protect the draw on this ladder system yeah, definitely, right? You don't have to go for streaks. Um, and as long as you don't lose, you actually will progress over time. So that's also the reason why people play conservative higher up, right? But Tommy is very correct. Number three, and I'm going to make this one for Danielle because I know you have been dealing with this. Although I think it got better, Daniel. So no offense taken here. But... If you're tilted, rule number three, take a break. This one goes for Weekend League. I've told you many, many, many times. But it's such an easy rule, but it's so hard to do, right? Especially if you have no time left, or you know you have got to go to bat, or you're just one win away of getting that lost system. But it doesn't matter, since the ladder is all about consistency rushing games. Or playing them while you're not actually focused will just hurt the end result. And if you're going in that m- mental state that you start to tilt, you start to rush games. Um <laughs> what happens then is that in the end of the evening, not only your mood will be ruined, but you also will not have any progression to show off that. So it's much easier to play those three games, keep at it, and the next day you play again, no matter what the result is. And Daniel you have been guilty of this, but how is it going currently?
1: Uh, yeah, I tend to be guilty <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it anymore on Weekend League. I manage to force myself not to try and play myself into form, but I keep, I keep doing it in Rivals. I'll do, and it doesn't work. I know it doesn't work. When I lose two games in a row... And I do not stop playing all of the games I'll play, I'll lose them. And I'll get more and more frustrated, and I'll play less and less well. So I should learn to listen to these advices.
0: <laughs> you know it, right? <laughs> You're
1: not going great for me this session.
0: I'm so sorry, mate. <laughs> Chris, maybe I should have given this question to Chris.
1: Well,. You're absolutely you're absolutely right,
2: John, because there is a temptation to try and force to get that win back. Nobody likes to get beat. You know, and that that's the thing is especially when you're playing against somebody and it's a bit of bad luck and you you lose the game and that negative feeling sometimes goes into the next one. Actually standing up and doing a bit of exercise, a bit of stretching resets, refocuses your mind. Um and again sometimes that's what I do, I rush the game, quit out early. Negative balls bounced the wrong way. Healthy defender landed straight for the opposing striker back of the net. 90th minute game that I should have won easily. Yeah, definitely. Walk away, get a drink of water, cup of tea, cup of coffee, whatever you whatever's your tipple. And then when you come back, you'll be surprised that those five minutes have done to your mindset.
0: There's one thing that gives us the way in this FIFA, though, which will this is the golden trigger. Which is, um, I'm just thinking about I'm calling everything golden tonight which is also weird but hey uh, there's that but there's one trigger which I've seen happening a lot and it will become four it, it comes for that you actually start being tilted uh, so if you do this then know that you'll be tilted very shortly afterwards but that's actually whenever you're on anchor points reach quitting again so if you start Rage quitting a goal, uh, like he scores 1-0 in the first half, you quit, you're about to go Rage. It may take one more day game. It may take two more days, But it's usually the sign that you need to take a break now before it actually gets out of hand. Because you're starting to get in that rush mode. So if you, that's at least my opinion and my obs- uh, observations from all the matches I've seen now and the players I've coached. They quit a match after they got 1-0 or 2-0 behind, instead of in a a, um, rival, in a ladder system, it's actually much more better for your focus than and for your overall performance than uh, to try to fight back. And as Tommy said, if you then equalize, get the draw out of there, it'll boost your mentality that you can actually do this. Uh, But if you race quit, you're actually giving up. Your peak performance drops off right away. Your focus drops off right away. And therefore, your rates meter will start to become yellow at that current state. So hopefully... You start recognizing that, and you can work with that as well.
1: There is another trigger, Jean. A goal conceded to a Nuzman Dembele goal card, goal card played striker from a through ball from the left back of the opposing team, which is of course Ferla Mendy. That's that's another trigger of bad <laughs> runs.
0: <laughs> Your meter goes directly into red when you see Dembele coming around. <laughs>
1: Especially when players play him with an hunter on, <laughs> that's that's then you know the it. little thing exactly on top, the cherry on top of the cake. Uh,
0: there's also this one rule number four, and I know there's not many people on the uh, uh, Patreon supporters and the Discord that actually do this because it's all about positivity. But rule number four is mute everyone that complains. Period. I'm not saying block right. You should block whoever you want, but mute it. Uh, and this is serious. Like you need your focus, you need your mentality charged up for the max for those couple of matches. You are starting to play on high performance, and then I see people. Uh, I've I've sent out a question, right? Can you send me your setup while you're playing? And I see people with their phones next to them. I see people on streams on the second monitor, and with streamers that are usually very fond of complaining. I'm not talking any names, but you know probably if you're uh, doing this as well or being in groups chat uh, and then complain about how FIFA is only uh, pay to win, stuff like that. Uh, Everything like that. But seriously, if you're in something or you are open to someone or something that is complaining, just please, please shut it down and mute it until you're done with your performances. Chris?
2: But you see... Mute, John. What are you talking about? In game or uh, Twitter, or obviously quite well in that side of it. Which where, who you should mute or?
0: Well, like uh, for example, I have don't me- I don't have messages on, on the game, right? So people can't mm-hmm. message me unless they're friends. But that's something else, maybe. But I know there are people that are in groups chats on Discord hanging around while playing FIFA, and that's a cool thing because I think that's the cool thing about games, right? But then there are also players that it's not going well. And I was actually realizing this last week myself. I was complaining about novels, right? Like, you know what? I'm in a talk with someone who's actually a high-performance player, and I'm complaining because, because what's happening on my screen. Although it might feel good for me to vent that, the other player will take on that negativity and will always be brought down in the, his focus, his order of focus. So whenever you're in that situation, just tell the other person or the other person, you know what, guys, I'm going to drop off this. I need my focus. Have a great night. Talk to you guys soon. There's no offense in that anyways, right? But staying on it will not make your evening uh, or your matches having a better outcome.
1: Definitely. And about the muting people on on the game, um, I I've, I've had... We all had people that would message us during or after a game, in very degree varying degrees of violence in the messages, and I find that that's terrible for my performance. I had messages on mm, on the PlayStation Network until last year, and one time in the weekend league, one guy was going crazy from the thirtieth minute. I was thir- I was three nil up. He spent the whole game, pausing and sending messages. And I didn't want to quit because it's weekend league, you're winning, you don't want to quit the game, you're winning. And I was on a great streak, great performance. I was going for for my best result ever. But those messages just took my concentration off and I, got, I lost the following three games because I couldn't focus anymore. So, yeah, for me it worked well to just... Post the messages and do not receive messages from other people because, anyways, ninety percent of the messages that you receive tend to be quite to- toxic. At least that's the case for me. So, yeah, it was helpful to do that.
0: Brilliant. Uh, rule number five: review matches and of course you can send all your matches to footcoaching.com of course and we'll check it for you right but in all seriousness um there's so much to learn by just looking back at some matches and you should look back at matches while you are in a relaxed state i don't know you go to you do your bio break in the morning you watch back one half of a match right uh, of yesterday the one you lost because when you're in a relaxed state you are much more uh, much makes much more sense to see it. You are actually much more observant uh, and you can notice your own flaws. But if you, what I see many people do that take this as a habit to watch back matches is they do it after the match they concede. So they lose a game, they watch back that match, they're still in a sort of tilted, high adrenaline state, mm-hmm. can't see their flaws or actually get more frustrated by what they see and then start a new game and that really doesn't help. So although reviewing matches I think is a really good habit, which you can do yourself or, of course, hire us for. Um, by just looking back at matches and a relaxed state yourself, you can actually see a lot of things which you can help with. And my tip with that would be, if you look back at one uh, once match, write down one single thing which you'll think you do better. You, can, you should do better, right? Um, and I don't know. In the next series of matches in your next three matches you're going to do, for example, that is your focus to not do that single thing which you just wrote down. Because focusing on that will make sure you also be harder to tilt in those matches. It will make sure you are definitely on peak focus when you start those matches. And you actually see that those things, if you can name it yourself, you won't actually be doing it all that often. And therefore you will automatically be playing better in those three matches. Really easy. Everyone can record now on their consoles, um, and it's just it takes twelve minutes on a downtime to watch back your worst match of the day before, right? Mm-hmm. Is something you do, Chris? Watch back your matches?
2: I do because I think that you, you see where you make that error, don't you? The thing you keep doing over and over again for me it's 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 losing the ball in the box at the, in the opponent's box and right in the middle. Always is the same spot, um, and I've watched the back now. And you know, I do use the um, the new feature they've got with the stats as well, shows you where you lost possession. So, yeah, I do look back and review my matches. Um, sometimes, you know, there's nothing you can do, opponent plays really well, but sometimes you just spot well, actually, you know what, I'm moving my left back or I'm moving my right back forward and I'm breaking
1: the back line.
0: True, true. Danielle, you have watch back your own matches?
1: i do i do and it's really helpful it really helps you to notice uh, things that you do right even sometimes but it's occasional and you see it working and you watch a few matches and you've noticed that you've done a certain thing a few times and it worked and you start implementing it more often in your go- gameplay and helps improve i think watching back on what what you've done, what you've done bad, as as you guys said, what you've done well, really helps to understand what works, what works for you, and how to use it better.
0: Brilliant. And last, but definitely not least, and this is a really fun one to do, is rule number six, play co-op. Yep. Because co-op will take away all the stress. It will take away all the pressure. And it takes away many of the f- things... I said in rule number one to five, right? Um, Very important. Neither you nor your teammates should be negative about things. If you are then trying to be focused, if you're trying to be positive, um, then you need less focus actually from the both of you to perform just as well. And quite honestly, it is really fun because you don't do it like always that way. It will feel and make you refreshed playing. And in the end, both players will result from better results. And I think this FIFA is actually a really cool FIFA to play co-op because many more people are doing it and it's a skill on its own. So if you start doing those, I think it's a win-win. But I did put it on rule number six because the first five you can do on your own. And of course, you can't play co-op on your own. So you'll need friends. Or you need a Patreon community on this podcast to Get some games going because apparently I I'm just in, got invited to play with Daniel's team um, <laughs> on PlayStation.
2: <laughs> I'm not insulted yeah. just so I can say I'm not insulted that actually it's the first time Daniel was invited and it wasn't even me. Having I are good friends, not been invited to play him and then boot coaching becomes available and he's jumped right in there.
1: Yeah, we we all want we all want to play with the boss, don't we? For sure. <laughs>
0: now this this is becoming
1: awkward (laughs) jokes aside Chris my my co-op is totally open for you as well but I play on my account rather than on the fuckers sorry about Mm -hmm. it but
2: it's good fun wasn't it I mean I played co-op with my brother and, and you know once you get used to each other and, and actually guys if you're thinking of doing it you know you can join a discord and we have hangout places as well so I know some of the guys use that as well to to talk to each other and to talk through their games so again if you wanted to join a discord uh, it's a good place to play co-op
0: it definitely is um, those were my six tips if you um, enjoyed them let me know if you have any Questions, let me know. And if you think, what is he talking about? Then also just let me know, but be positive in your feedback. In um, all seriousness though, I think eh, these things will be, will prove for yourself. It's a lot of things which we, of course we took from the experience we had with all the ladder systems like Leak and Hard Sun, which we used to do. Um, and I think in FIFA, because people are used to just spending the whole night grinding it, so to speak, I think these are, less naturally uh, with the most players so I think um, it's a really good way to start with the six little tips Um, so let me know if you start trying those and what your experiences have been with those and Andy says well me and Tommy love a hangout session where we join and talk with each other well that's cool that's also some of the things we can do on this of course Chris do you have anything to add my friend?
2: No, they're, they're really great tips, John. Thank you very much. I think there is a rush to get to the There is a pressure, I think, as well, to get to the highest league as possible. Um, but I think if you can get there by the end of the season, um, it's probably more fun than rushing to get to elite, isn't it? Or even as high as possible, because you don't want to go to that one league too many and then the fun goes out of the game. Uh, so, yeah, I think the one taking your times a great one.
0: Glad you liked it. And talking about that, where can people find you, Chris?
2: People can find me on the wonderful Discord under Grandpapa Mac. Uh, I will be playing a co op with Daniel with a God Squad. The only chance I'll ever get to play with those type of players this season with my luck. Um, So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Oh, I'm sure you'll be able to afford an Mbappe soon enough, Chris. It, it, there's no chance I won't even get the one that
2: comes out on December 14th the one that's uh, low rated there's no chance we even get near that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. or you leave the Fokker club and you come join the use your coin club and maybe you'll afford an Mbappe that way
2: <laughs> well we look forward to inviting you in mate with the luck that you've had the players you've packed you'd be ideal for the Fokkers mate
1: yeah probably i could have put a decent team together yeah. but yeah too late for that <laughs> i I will not stop yeah. playing with my right now <laughs> i yeah. no it's been it's been great john thanks for the advices of course not the first advices you give me and I'll try to follow them more. I, I feel I'm the bad student in this call because I'm the one that didn't follow <laughs> most of them. <laughs> but I'll try to be more diligent, I promise.
0: Uh, all right, all right. Thank you for joining. But if people want to say hi to you, where can they do that?
1: Yeah, in the Discord at Danny Boy. You can come and find me there. And if you're looking for a cop on a friendly on PS5,
0: Unless your name's Chris, you can send a message. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. You can check out the podcast, by the way. Of course, on all podcast services around the globe. And be sure to tell your friends and family or family or tell everyone, tell your teacher, just tell your brother, tell everyone you can find about our podcast. And while you do that, just give us a like, a thumbs up or subscribe on the platform you're listening on. It takes you literally one second and it will bring us a lot of joy if you would do that. So, and of course, that's without a cost. So you can still help us that way. Wednesday, Daniel, Danny, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, the English Daniel will return. This is in. The, this is weird. The English Daniel will return, of course, Daniel Wimbush. And I don't know who he's going to bring, but Friday we'll be recording the first podcast in the new studio. I am very um, concerned about that <laughs> process because the desks haven't arrived yet. The soundproofing walls haven't arrived yet. Uh, the moving soundproofs haven't arrived yet. So, there is a good possibility that this Friday I'll be recording in the old fashioned way um, with some blankets over all the equipment <laughs> to make sure it doesn't <laughs> echo too much. But if that's the case, we'll try to do some. Visual recordings as well. In <laughs> the meanwhile,
1: looking forward to see that, John. Yeah, best of luck, John.
0: Yeah, I hope it doesn't come out to that, but I'm pretty concerned with the current state of deliveries. <laughs> but we will we will be back, no matter what happens, though. Even if I have to record on five G, so don't worry. Um, see you soon. Take care. And there's one thing left, and of course, Danny, as the uh, main guest, has to end on that one. So. It is time to l- drop it. it.
2: Drop it. Drop it. Okay.